Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading Numbers 31 and 32. Then the Lord said to Moses, On behalf of the people of Israel, take revenge on the Midianites for leading them into idolatry. After that, you will die and join your ancestors. So Moses said to the people, Choose some men and arm them to fight the Lord's war of revenge against Midian. From each tribe of Israel send 1,000 men into battle. So they chose 1,000 men from each of each tribe of Israel, a total of 12,000 men armed for battle. Then Moses sent them out, 1,000 men from each tribe, and Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, led them into battle. They carried along the holy objects of the sanctuary and the trumpets for sounding the charge. They attacked Midian, as the Lord had commanded Moses, and they killed all the men. All five of the Midianite kings, Evi, Rechim, Zur, Hur, and Reba, died in the battle. And they also killed Balaam, son of Behor, with the sword. Then the Israelite army captured the Midianite women and children and seized their cattle and flocks and all the wealth as plunder. They burned all the towns and villages where the Midianites had lived. After they had gathered the plunder and captives, both people and animals, they brought them all to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the whole community of Israel, which was camped on the plains of Moab beside the Jordan River across from Jericho. Moses, Eleazar the priest, and all the leaders of the community went to meet them outside the camp. But Moses was furious with all the generals and captains who returned from the battle. Why have you let all the women live, he demanded. These are the very ones who followed Balaam's advice and caused the people of Israel to rebel against the Lord at Mount Peor. They are the ones who caused the plague to strike the Lord's people. So kill all the boys and all the women who have had intercourse with a man. Only the young girls who are virgins may live. You may keep them for yourselves. And all of you who killed anyone or touched a dead body must stay outside the camp for seven days. You must purify yourselves and and your captives on the third and seventh days. Purify all your clothing too, and everything made of leather, goat hair, and wood. So Eleazar the priest said to the men who were in the battle, The Lord has given Moses this legal requirement. Anything made of gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, or lead, that is, all metals that do not burn, must be passed through fire in order to be made ceremonially pure. These metal objects must then be further purified with the water of purification. But everything that burns must be purified by water alone. On the seventh day you must wash your clothes and be purified. Then you may return to the camp.' 
And the Lord said to Moses, You and Eleazar the priest and the family leaders of each tribe are to make a list of all the plunder taken into battle, including the people and animals. Then divide the plunder into two parts and give half to the men who fought in the battle and half to the rest of the people. From the army's portion, first give the Lord his share of the plunder. One of every 500 of the prisoners and the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Give this share of the army's half to Eleazar the priest as an offering to the Lord. From the half that belongs to the people of Israel, take one of every 50 of the prisoners and the cattle, donkeys, sheep, goats, and other animals. Give this share to the Levites who are in charge of maintaining the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eleazar the priest did as the Lord commanded Moses. The plunder remaining from everything the fighting men had taken totaled 675,000 sheep and goats, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 virgin girls. Half of the plunder was given to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, of which 675 were the Lord's share, 36,000 cattle, of which 72 were the Lord's share, and 30,500 donkeys, of which 61 were the Lord's share, and 16,000 virgin girls, of whom 32 were the Lord's share. Moses gave all the Lord's share to Eleazar the priest, just as the Lord had directed him. Half of the plunder belonged to the people of Israel, and Moses separated it from the half belonging to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 virgin girls. From the half share given to the people, Moses took one of every 50 prisoners and animals and gave it to the Levites, who maintained the Lord's tabernacle. All this was done as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then all the generals and captains came to Moses and said, We, your servants, have accounted for all the men who went out to battle under our command. Not one of us is missing. So we are presenting the items of gold we captured as an offering to the Lord from our share of the plunder, armbands, bracelets, rings, earrings, and necklaces. This will purify our lives before the Lord and make us right with him. So Moses and Eleazar the priest received the gold from the from all the military commanders, all kinds of jewelry and crafted objects. In all, the gold that the generals and captains presented as a gift to the Lord weighed 420 pounds. All the fighting men had taken some of the plunder for themselves. So Moses and Eleazar the priest accepted the gifts from the generals and captains and brought the gold into the tabernacle as a reminder to the to the Lord that the people of Israel belong to him. The tribes of Reuben and Gad owned vast numbers of livestock. 
So when they saw that the lands of Jazer and Gilead were ideally suited for their flocks and herds, they came to Moses, Eleazar the priest, and the other leaders of the community. They said, Notice the towns of Ararath, Debdom, Jazer, Nimrah, Hishbron, Elaha, Sibna, Nebo, Beon. The Lord has conquered this whole area for the community of Israel, and it is ideally suited for all of our livestock. If we have found favor with you, please let us have this land as our property instead of giving us land across the Jordan River. Do you intend to stay here while your brothers go across and do all the fighting? Moses asked the men of Gad and Reuben. Why do you want to discourage the rest of the people of Israel by going across the land the Lord has given them? Your ancestors did the same thing when I sent them to, from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. After they went up to the valley of Ishkol and explored the land, they discouraged the people of Israel from entering the land the Lord was giving them. Then the Lord was very angry of them, and he vowed, Of all those I rescued from Egypt, no one who is twenty years old or older will ever see the land that I swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For they have not obeyed me wholeheartedly. The only exceptions are Caleb, son of Shephanel, the Cusanite, the Kezanite and Joshua, son of Nun, for they wholeheartedly follow the Lord. The Lord was angry with Israel and made them wander in the wilderness for 40 years until the entire generation that sinned in the Lord's sight had died. But here you are, a brood of sinners doing exactly the same thing. You are making the Lord even angrier with Israel. If you turn away from him like this and he abandons them again in the wilderness, you will be responsible for destroying this entire nation. But they approached Moses and said, We simply want to build pens for our livestock and fortified towns for our wives and children. Then we will arm ourselves and lead our fellow Israelites in the battle until we have brought them safely to their land. Meanwhile, our families will stay in the fortified towns we built here so that they will be safe from any attacks from by the local people. We will not return to our homes until all the people of Israel have received their portions of land. But we do not claim any of the land on the other side of the Jordan. We would rather live here on the east side and accept this as our grant of land. Then Moses said, If you keep your word and arm yourselves for the Lord's battles, and if your troops cross the Jordan and keep fighting until the Lord has driven out his enemies, then you may return when the Lord has conquered the land. But if you have fulfilled your duty to the Lord and to the rest of the people of Israel, and the land on the east side of the Jordan will be your property from the Lord. But if you fail to keep your word, then you will have sinned against the Lord, 
and you may be sure that your sin will find you out. Go ahead and build towns for your families and pens for your flocks, but do everything you have promised. Then the men of Gad and Reuben replied, We, your servants, will follow your instructions exactly. Our children, wives, flocks, and cattle will stay here in the towns of Gilead. But all who are able to bear arms will cross over to fight for the Lord, just as you have said. So Moses gave orders to Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders of the clans of Israel. He said, The men of Gad and Reuben, who are armed for battle, must cross the Jordan with you to fight for the Lord. If they do, give them the land of Gilead as their property when the land is conquered. But if they refuse to arm themselves and cross over with you, then they must accept land with the rest of you in the land of Canaan. The tribes of Gad and Reuben said again, We are your servants, and we will do as the Lord has commanded. We will cross the Jordan into Canaan fully armed to fight for the Lord, but our property will be here on this side of the Jordan. So Moses assigned land to the tribes of Gad, Reuben, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph. He gave them the territory of King Sihon of the Amorites and the land of King Og of Bashan, the whole land with its cities and surrounding lands. The descendants of Gad built the towns of Debon, Hatharath, Hehor, Atharath, Siphon, Jazer, Jokahal, Beth Nimrah, and Beth Haran. These are, were all fortified towns with pens for their flocks. The descendants of Reuben built the towns of Heshbon, Elaha, Kerothalam, Nebo, Baal Memom, Sibath. They changed the names of some of the towns they conquered and rebuilt. Then the descendants of Maker, the tribe of the tribe of Manasseh, went to Gilead and conquered it, and they drove out the Amorites living there. So Moses gave Gilead to the Makerites, descendants of Manasseh, and they settled there. The people of Jair, Another clan in the tribe of Manasseh captured many of the towns in Gilead and changed the name of that region to the towns of Jair. Meanwhile, a man named Noba captured the town of Kenath and its surrounding villages, and he renamed that area Noba after himself. In this reading, we see that some of the tribes decide to build their lands on the east side of the Jordan River. They were content with what they saw, and they were willing to remain there. And Moses rightfully had a lot of suspicion when they first told Moses about their plans. Moses thought that they were just settling and that they were going to abandon their brothers as they would cross into the Jordan, across the Jordan, into the promised land of Canaan. 
But here the people of those tribes made a declaration, a solemn vow that they would be more than willing to serve the Lord and to serve one another. We're going to see that they are going to do exactly that. But for us today, what we need to remember is that vows are important. We need to make sure that we, when we make a promise, when we say that we are going to do something, that we are going to make sure that we absolutely fulfill our word. We don't need to make a vow. We don't need to to call upon some curse or some some declaration other than just let our yes be yes and our no be no. That's what Jesus told us. But when we say yes or when we say no, we need to make sure that we are doing exactly what we say. May all the people around us see us as Christians and know that we will always fulfill what we say. People can trust our word. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.